a logical paradox creates what seems to be a logical quandary. But if logic can create a paradox, logic ought not be considered logical, which is a paradox. The greatest logical paradox, then, is the observation that by using logic, one can create the nonsense outcome that is called a paradox. But is the problem with logic or the illogical user? It is the position of the author that the problem of the paradox is with the people who misuse English and underuse dictionaries to create syntaxial dilemmas. The paradox is in the improper use of syntax not in the way reality is constructed. A paradox highlights issues in the way language can be used, not with the structure of reality. The Liar Paradox the liar paradox or liar's paradox statement is one of the simplest yet one of the most famous paradoxes conceived. It consists of the proposition, I am lying. If I am lying, then the proposition is true. If the proposition states a truth, it is not a lie. The paradox is a proposition that says I am lying when true, and says I am being honest when I am telling a lie. But if this proposition is a logical paradox, the paradox is in the improper grammar, not in logic. The statement is not logical but nonsensical and meaningless, i.e., absurd. Logic does not prevent us from creating inherent contradictions. I am lying is grammatically and contextually contradictory. One does not say I am lying. Lying is not substantial in the sense of a physical characteristic. One says, I am a liar. Lying points to an action by a subject. By identifying the action as a subject an infinite feedback loop is created. Lying is not self-referential. I and lying are bounded in time and space. The proper form would be, he is lying, pointing to an act at a specific time and place. Lying is used in the paradox, is a non-specific, unbounded event. I as a physical creature bounded by time, cannot be infinitely lying. How can I be lying when I am lying is an identity statement. The phrase confuses an action with an identity. A person can be a liar and yet still tell the truth. Lying is not an identity of a person but the identity of a statement. Lies and truth are contextual and are distinct from the one telling the lie. That is why one can be a liar, yet not be, in a specific instance, lying. I am a liar is the proper form. I am lying confuses sentence forms. Achilles and the Tortoise Paradox If a person is in a race and covers half the intervening distance, then covers the next half and so on, he will always have half of the remaining distance to cover, and so will never catch up. But a being in space has volume and a volume of space does not cover half of any intervening distance. That is mathematically possible with a point, but not physically possible with something occupying the spatial dimension. One moves through time and space. The two cannot be separated as if one can occupy a point in space divorced of the time during which the space was occupied. One takes up space and one moves through time. The time it takes to catch up to the other runner, comparing relative speeds, is more important than the halfway point between the runners. Once more a false reality is created to produce a false problem. The Atheist Paradox 
atheists pose different types of this so-called paradox. If God is all-powerful, can he create a stone he cannot lift? The paradox as all paradoxes, tries to communicate a contradiction using a play on words. Such paradoxes are not possible if the terms were defined beforehand. Paradoxes represent syntaxial error not an irresolvable problem. God is not physical and yet the above paradox assumes God is all-powerful in a physical sense. But there is no possible God that is both all-powerful and physical. There is also no rock that cannot be theoretically lifted, if it is a physical rock. The paradox exists because it assumes God is physical and the rock supernatural. Try imagining an author writing a story about Superman, a man possessed of such great powers he can lift anything with one finger. But the author could not demonstrate Superman building a thing he cannot lift, otherwise he is not able to lift anything with one finger. But the author is all-powerful because he can create that which can lift anything and things that cannot be lifted. Because in the world of fiction, the author is the all-powerful but metaphysical being. The paradox begins with the qualifying if. If God is all-powerful, he is not physical, therefore, to create a physical thing that could not be lifted is to mix realities. God is not part of physical reality and physical reality is not the reality God is in. The power of God is not measured by the physical world nor by the power of God to make something physical. The question as to whether God could create something heavy assumes he creates things with weight. Weight is a relative component not an absolute quality. There are no things that have absolute weight. If God created something with weight, in his frame of reference, God would have weight also. The weight of the rock would be relative to his weight or the mass that represents of his viewed as weight. Weight is in fact, an attribute of things on earth, not in heaven. Without gravity, there is no weight. How do you make something infinitely heavy unless there is something with infinite mass? One could ask whether God could make something so small he cannot see, or so quiet he could not hear it, and so on. That would be the same as asking if something could exist that conflicted with the rules of existence? A paradox is a logical contradiction. We could argue that there are no metaphysical truths, which is a metaphysical truth. Or we might argue that only empiricism is able to provide truth, which is self-refuting. We might even argue that only physical existence is real. But reality is conceptual, and information and information is not physical. The paradox about God expresses an inability to use language and concepts in a way that is consistent with their definition. A paradox is one person's attempt to convey ideas that are mutually incompatible, using words that contradict their meaning. Even so, mankind cannot think incompatible ideas and remain sane. That is the constraint we are under. Logical thought is what guides us to the truth. If we create a paradox, intentionally or unintentionally, we know we have embraced a lie. We need to look at how we have contradicted reality. The world is coherent. Paradoxes suggest it is not. The fault is with how we think, not with the reality of God. This is why definitions are vital when dealing with paradoxes.
God properly defined does not create paradoxes. It is the God created by man that is paradoxical.